Every day, day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther, you know? Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. Yo, Mo B, man, drop that shit. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. And we marvelous. You know what time to do. Ooh, yeah. Y'all know what it's time to do. All right, you guys, y'all sitting up here asking me, is it on Twitter? It absolutely is streaming live from Mobs World right now. Let me let y'all take a look, okay? Y'all just got to tune in, so it just started, but you can watch the show live, okay? So let me tell y'all something. Are y'all getting y'all notifications? Make sure that you're following the Twitter page, the Instagram page, the Facebook page, the community tab, stories, because I'm giving y'all those notifications every day in the form of the catalyst. So let's go ahead and get into what's going on today, okay? So Young Miami then sat up here and shaded Brandy during that legendary versus battle with Monica. Oh, we're not going to talk about how Monica was professing her love for a man that she said she never really let go of, even after she had three kids by another man. Some other men, I'm sorry, not one. And a whole husband. And then the streets is sitting up here saying that Megan worked with 6 9 but her producer says a lie. Aubrey O'Day out here peddling fitness products and shit, selling tea and shit, but the paparazzi didn't call her ass outside. That bitch weighed 3,000 motherfucking pounds. Um, Tahiri is telling everybody about how Joe Budden was tearing her ass up, apparently, breaking her nose, her ribs, her leg, a whole lot of shit going on. So, it's a lot to get into. It's a lot to get into. So, let's go ahead and get into it. Y'all know we got to come in with some news. Let me tell y'all something. I'm still learning Twitch, right? The Twitch name is Milagro Grams. My ass deleted the episode from yesterday on accident. Do you know how annoyed I am? Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Bitch, do you know the Muffin Man? That lives on Drury Lane. Bitch! I sat up and deleted the motherfucking episode. I could have whooped my own ass. I said, get the fuck off of Twitch, bitch. Your slow ass. Sit up and delete motherfucking episodes. Bitch, I'm already a phenomenon over there. But we back. We back. I'm not even going back on that goddamn page on Twitch. Don't even worry about it. I'm not even going back on that page. You ain't got to worry about that shit no more. I ain't even going back on them. I ain't even going back on them. I got me a Twitch manager. Fuck that. Because I fucked around and deleted that motherfucking post. That whole video, bitch. So now we starting fresh today. So welcome to my radio hope. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into it. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody that's sending me all of these beautiful tokens over here on Station Head. All right, you guys, so shout out to Bala Alert. Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend reportedly reveals that local attorney's office ordered him a plea deal if he admitted that she was a drug trafficker. You heard that, right? 
So, Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend reportedly reveals that local attorney's office offered him a plea deal if he admitted that she was a drug trafficker. So, months after the tragic killing of Brianna Taylor by Louisville police, reports revealed that a drug suspect at the time was offered a plea deal in July if he admitted that Taylor was a part of a drug ring, according to information obtained by WDRB. As part of the July 13th deal, Jamarcus Glover, a suspect in a series of Louisville police raids, including one that resulted in Taylor's death, was asked to say that he, along with Taylor and several others, were a part of an organized crime syndicate dealing with large amounts of drugs or dealing large amounts of drugs into the city. So police shot and killed Taylor during what reports um, call an undercover raid on her apartment near Pleasure Ridge Park. So her death certificate revealed that she was shot five times. Don't forget that they tried to say that she had no injuries at first. That's what it said at first. It now says that she got shot five times. So Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, admitted to shooting at the officers as they entered her home, but maintained that he believed that the police were intruders. The raid came after authorities obtained a search warrant for Taylor's home, believing that her apartment was being used to store funds and receive drugs by Glover. Glover reportedly turned down the plea deal from the Jefferson Commonwealth Attorney's Office, which uh, could have warranted a 10-year prison sentence for charges of criminal syndication, drug trafficking, and gun charges, the report continues. However, suppose Glover, a convicted felon with a history of drug trafficking, would have taken the offer. In that case, he also could have been released on probation rather than serve time behind bars. But the sentencing judge would have made that decision. So Glover insisted that the only thing that him and the only thing um, tying him to Taylor was that she had bailed him out of jail before. I don't understand how they're going to serve a warrant uh, for Bree House. That's what he said. So, the police, they, they asked in hot water. And they don't have nobody to blame but themselves. And they desperate. Because people won't let it go. People are still pushing her name. And that's why you got to continue calling in. And harassing their ass about it. They trying to get rid of this shit. So if they can get somebody to say she was she was dealing with this shit, then it would justify them going in that house. Y'all had no reason to go in that house. You understand? It was the wrong goddamn house. Reports have come out that in 2018, they went in the wrong house. The same officers. Y'all don't know how to do y'all motherfucking job. That's just that. You fucked up again. And y'all killed that woman. Go to jail, then hell. That's how the fuck I feel about that. Fuck your plea deal. And shout out to that young man who did not take that plea deal. They trying to trump up some goddamn charges. Absolutely not. No. Your spirit has to be worth more. Your soul. You got to do what's right for you. He could have took that deal and would have never been able to sleep at night. Could have lost his motherfucking mind. You think that because people present themselves a certain way that they don't deal with demons. That's not true. When shit gets quiet and they have to sit with themselves and they have to deal with everything that they've done and everything they've been a part of, oh, baby, that shit is right there waiting on them. Don't think you can escape it. No matter how high you get, how drunk you get, how much you travel, how much fucking you do, it's going to be right there. Okay? Now, let's go ahead and get into this. So, this is from Conscious Awareness, okay, on Instagram. They reposted something that Sky News put on their official Twitter page. And what does it say? It says, 
that taxpayer money was used to pay social media influencers and reality TV stars to promote the NHS tests and trace systems the government has admitted. So what's being alleged here and what's being said here is that money was used to pay these different, you know, people in positions with platforms to tell you that they were getting tested, that you should get tested, and that they had actually contracted COVID-19. <laughs> And a lot of people, a lot of people, they felt like this. Y'all are saying, I knew it, I knew it. Exactly. Y'all were talking about this when this was going on. When all of these celebrities came out in droves talking about COVID-19 and promoting it and then everybody had it and uh, we're quarantining and everybody had a story to tell, y'all were right in the chat saying, listen, I think they're getting paid to say this shit. They're calling it a pandemic, baby. Ooh-wee. They calling it a pandemic, bitch. So, you know, y'all knew it. Everybody want to call people conspiracy theorists. Everybody ain't, you know, peddling no goddamn conspiracies. Okay? Let me tell y'all something. Let me take y'all to Bound Empty Plus. Let me show you how easy it is to find these pre-rolls. All right, you guys. So I literally just typed in BioMDPlus.com. The end of summer sale is 25% off right now. You know, there's always a sale. But if you're a part of the mob, then you have a code. That code is MOB55, okay? So all you have to do when you come to the landing page on BioMDPlus.com is go to Shop Now. And you have all of the products up here. All of them. The pre-rolls, you get four of them. You can choose your flavors. It's only $35. You can choose to Shop Now. Or just open it up to take a look. Like I told you guys, I'm going to open mine up. And actually, I'm going to do a, a visual with you guys. And I finally got my package. And so, I'm going to open it up with you guys. I'm going to show y'all how it looks. I'm going to smoke it with y'all. We're going to do all of that shit. All of that shit. So, I can't wait. But $35 and you can get four of them. Amazing flavors. I absolutely love them. And them hoes absolutely do hit. And if you have any questions, you want to read up on the ingredients or anything like that, all you have to do is go on the um about page. They're very good about letting you know where everything came from. So you better get you some. And don't forget the tinctures and the gummies. But if you're a smoker, you better go ahead and get you some of them pre-rolls, baby. That's what you better do. Can you pass a drug test? I don't want to lie to you. Now, if you take a look here. It says that it has between 12 and 18% CBD and then less than 0.3% THC. I've been told that that doesn't show up on a drug test. But I don't want to lie to you. I don't know, nigga. I don't know. So do your research. Before you buy anything, do your research. Whatever questions you have, research them. But thank you for asking. I just don't have an answer. Okay? That was a great question. Which one would you recommend? I would say get all of them, baby. Get all of them. I, I love flavors. I love aromas. If I had to choose one, if I had to choose one, ugh, ugh, that's hard. Okay, I'm gonna. I really do love all of them. I'm gonna say the Hawaiian Haze. I'm gonna say the Hawaiian Haze. 
I got, look, they said the sour space candy. My favorite tincture, hands down, is vanilla. No, it's not with me on the spot. I just love them all, honestly. Honestly, so it's just hard to even choose one. But if I had to pick, had to pick, had to pick, had to pick, I would choose Hawaiian Haze. <laughs> okay? You can't wait to get your spice candy. It is absolutely delicious, okay? All right, you guys. Let's move on and get into some more shit. I want to give a shout out to a white man. His name is Governor Phil Murphy. And so he just signed legislation criminalizing false race-based 911 calls. Misusing our 911 system to intimidate people of color as an aberrant form of discrimination. And those who do so will now be held accountable. Okay? Hallelujah. I've been talking about this. I've been talking about this. I've been talking about this. And um, behind the scenes, you know, you can always sign petitions and call in and do all kinds of things. You don't have to promote what you do. I am so excited and I could not wait to uh, post this. And not post it, show it to you guys on my radio once uh, he actually posted it. I think that it's a hate crime. I think that it needs to be a federal hate crime. When these people sit up here and decide that they're going to be ugly to you and try to put your life in danger because they know that when the police come out, that a black person could very well lose their lives. And that's exactly what they want when they bring that humiliation, um, that that torture, that torment, everything that they do, that stress, everything. They know what the fuck they be doing. And that's why I think they should be punished severely. But this is step one. So um, he just signed it. I'm so happy about that. So shout out to Governor Phil Murphy. Okay, they're saying shout out to Jersey. He wants to decriminalize weed too. Whew. So basically, everybody moving to Jersey? <laughs> shout out to Jersey, okay? Let's go ahead and get into this undercover business. And what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about this shit right here. So Marisol Nichols has been secretly working as an undercover agent with the FBI in the fight against sex trafficking while playing Hermione Lodge on Riverdale, okay? Her story as an undercover agent will be made into a TV series by Sony Pictures Television. This was reported by Deadline. Do y'all remember how I told y'all it's FBI agents in the pool pit? Y'all remember I told y'all that? Now you gotta go back to politicking. That's politicking talk. But y'all remember I told y'all that it was FBI agents in the pool pit. This is nothing new. I'm more surprised that they ran an article about it. This is not the first time and it's not the motherfucking last. They plant people. Y'all saw Malcolm X, the movie? They plant people when you, you know, are in certain spaces or you get too powerful to monitor you and to see what the hell is going on. But this woman was an undercover agent. They said what's funny is her character husband is a criminal. They all in the music industry. That's what I'm talking about. That's why when um, these celebrities start getting outed and shit, y'all be wondering how they got them pictures, how they got this, how they got that video from way back when. Where the fuck they find that at? Baby, that was right there. Oh, time to bed. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? 
then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? Please invest in a nigga. Okay, please. So y'all know I love me some Nisi Nash, right? She got them big supple ass titties. Um, just that beautiful brown skin. She's very confident. Um, she's a great actress, very funny, and just boldly herself. And so I really do admire Niecy Nash for her work. And so Niecy Nash came out and shocked the world when she popped up and revealed that she be licking pussy. Now who knows if she licking pussy because her partner does have a suit on. So then maybe uh, the pussy licking is what she's receiving. And then she's getting the dick. It's probably what's going on here, if I could assume. But who knows? The whole point is, didn't nobody even know she was a lesbian or bisexual. Nobody knew that she was into women. So it's not a big deal at all. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, it's 2020. The way this shit going. Like I said, Tupac need to go live with an alien on the last day of the year to just set this bitch off right. Because this shit here is a dub. Any motherfucker way. I mean, who cares? So that's not even the um the shocker. What has people buzzing is the fact that first of all, no one knew that she was either bisexual or a lesbian. And then she just got divorced from her husband literally this year. And she literally is already remarried. And and not even to a man, like to a woman. And, and that's a big life change. Because the way that you live your life has now changed. And so it doesn't have to be something that changes relationships and stuff like that. But I think that it wouldn't be, you know, realistic to say that nothing changes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That is a different way to live your life. And you face different challenges when you live your life particular ways. Everybody knows that. So two black women in America, you know, um, being married to one another, trying to exist in this world. That is hard. And that does come with its own set of challenges. So um, let's go ahead and get into who Nisi Nash actually married. Now, who is this woman that Nisi Nash married? So, shout out to ET Online. Niecy Nash marries Jessica Betts. So, they say this is everything that you need to know about her new wife. So, let's go ahead and get into it. So, Niecy Nash and Jessica Betts are living that blissful newlywed life. The pair confirmed that they tied the night, uh, not, I'm sorry, on August 29th in a series of sweet Instagram posts on Monday. In the photos posted by Nash, the claw star looked radiant in her flowing white mermaid wedding gown with a sweetheart neckline, while Betts looked chic in a white dress shirt and tie along with matching, a matching vest and slacks. So, the picture was captioned, Mrs. Carol Denise Betts, okay, love wins, rainbows, and flowers and stuff. And so, the gorgeous wedding came as something of a big surprise for many of Nash's fans who didn't know that she and Betts were romantically connected or even how the pair came into each other's lives. So, we're taking a look at everything that you need to know. So, first of all, Jessica Betts is a musician. Has anybody ever listened to any of Jessica Betts' music? Is anybody familiar? Does anybody know? Is anybody listening? Is there anybody out there who cares? Life's unfair. Shout out to Danny D. Kane. That Danny D. Kane album. Ooh, that hoe's so good. That hoe's so good. And shout out to Day 26 as well. Fuck Donnie. But that, that Danny D. Kane album. Oh, baby. They, they had the hits. They, they was fucking it up. But anyway. She's appeared in Claws. So, do you guys recognize her from Claws? You may or may not, but um, for people who are fans of that show. 
2018, Betts was cast to play a bartender named Nadege. Okay, in the season two finale of Claws. In the episode, Betts um, sings at the wedding of Nash's character, Desna. So at the time, Nash shared a video of herself on a set of Claws, decked out in a full wedding gown for her fictional nuptials, and gleefully shared how excited she was to spend time on set with her friend. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this post right here. I want to go to it on her page. So the caption, and this is from when? Hold on. This is from June 13, 2018. The caption says, introducing the edge on the set of claws. Okay? Hold on. When you get to hang out on set with your homegirl. <laughs> when you get to hang out on set with your homegirl. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this shit did not age well at all. At all, at all, at all. They could have innocently enough just been working. But for y'all to be married now, eh, with your homegirl, like, girl. I'm thinking it was pussy on the breath at that very moment. That's what I'm thinking. They was matching in, smiling and shit. All on the steps and shit. Malika say homegirl with a shrimp on the side. <laughs> Chicken noodle soup. Let me tell you something. It is what it is. Y'all always sitting up here talking about friend. Uh-huh, friend me ass. But let's get back to the business. So, that has people raising an eyebrow. Uh, raising. Bitch, what am I talking about? So, anyway, raising an eyebrow. So, she's known Nash for years. So, while it's unclear how Betsy and Nash first met or how long they've been friends, it's clear that they go back quite a few years. In 2016, Betsy reposted a video shared by Nash in which she praised her musical talent. Okay, now let's get into this video. All right, you guys. So this was posted July 19, 2016. So excited about my next Bets project. I have a few friends to join me on this one. Special thanks to Nisi Nash for being such an inspiration. So let's see. Jessica Betts is an artist that feeds your soul. Get into it. I love you, Jessica. Okay. Feeds your soul, you say. Uh-huh. All right. Let's get back to the business. So, that also has people raising an eyebrow. Um, <laughs> This is Nisi Nash's third marriage. She was previously married to Don Nash from 1994 to 2007 and then topped the knot with jay tucker in 2011 the pair split last october okay now that's key the pair split last october and nash filed for divorce in december while speaking with et last november nash revealed how she and tucker were staying amicable amid their split for us it's easy because we love each other the love has just taken on a different form but he's always going to be my friend always so at the time, Nash also told E.T. that she wasn't ready to start dating. I'm just over here drinking my water and healing, she said with a smile. I ain't ready to put all this back on the block. It's too much too soon. That's what she said. That's what she said. But now, on literally on the heels of the divorce, which was finalized in March of this year, she's remarried. 
So, they're talking about because it was already on the block. Look, let's get into it. I don't want to hear nothing about you don't always die from tobacco. Sometimes you just lose a lung. You don't always die from tobacco. Sometimes they just sniff out your tongue. And you won't seem worth the heck with the big hole in your neck. Because you don't always die from tobacco. Yippee-ki-yo. Get the fuck off my screen. Give a fuck about your head. It's a great evening. Celebrating women, honoring women, doing incredible things. I'm actually presenting tonight to Ava DuVernay. Exactly. And uh, I couldn't be happier. I'm a proud friend. Yes, I am. So what is it about Ava? Obviously, I know why I enjoy her and why I love her movie so much and her shows and what she brings to the table, but... What are talking about, boys? Yeah. She really is. Now, I've got to go there. You mentioned talking about boys, and you have been very vocal about a male figure in your life. You have just recently announced the separation and divorce of your marriage. So how are you continuing a friendship with an ex? Well, for me, for us, it's easy because we love each other. The love is just taken on a different form, but that's always going to be my friend. Always. Girl, you deserve the best and so much love. Is it? And so does he. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, is it too early to ask? Are you ready to date again? What is this foolishness you speak of? No way. I'm just over here drinking my water and healing. Hmm. No. No. I ain't ready to put all this back on the block. Too much too soon. That's what she said. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whole time, it was on the chopping block in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Legs up. Kick back. Pussy getting all licked on by Jessica Betts. While she strummed her guitar, strumming my pain with your fingers, playing on her clip. That's what, that's what it seems like to me was going on. Whole time, whole time, it was already on the block is what the streets are saying. So, um, congratulations to the happy couple. Now, I will go over the details of the divorce, but more interesting news has just broke, okay? It's being reported that Gucci Mane has been named in a wrongful death suit. I'm sure him and his ribless queen are sitting over there in a panic. Ribless queen, don't run, don't run, you might fall. We don't want anything to happen to you. Now, you ain't set your ass up in all them doctor's offices. Putting your lungs at risk for, for your ass to fall now. Calm down. Everybody calm down. Everybody go to the tacky room. That's just what y'all need to do. Go to the tacky room and sit your ass down. Now, which one is the tacky room? Bitch, pick one. Y'all know I don't like their style. Y'all know I do not like their style. Jalen, you said you sent this to me on Twitter, right? Let me check. Because I don't see it. Hold on. You said on Twitter? Hold on, you guys. All right. I found it. I found it. I found it. All right, you guys. So, breaking news right now. 
Rapper Gucci Mane, as reported by as reported, I'm sorry, by WSAV, named in a suit over a South Carolina club shooting. So let's go ahead and get into it. So rapper Gucci Mane and Fujiano have been named in a wrongful death lawsuit filed on behalf of a 23-year-old woman who was fatally shot during a concert at a South Carolina nightclub. So the Greenville News reported Monday that a representative for Michaela Bell filed the lawsuit last week. The woman was killed when gunfire erupted July 5th at Lavish Lounge where Fujiano was performing. So the lawsuit alleged that Fujiano and attendees who came with him were allowed in with deadly weapons. The lawsuit said that Gucci Mane was believed to be a promoter for the performance. The Greenville News said that representatives for Gucci Mane and Fujiano didn't immediately return a request for comment. And so they're not saying that he uh, did anything in terms of harming anyone, but what they're saying is that they want him to assume some responsibility for people being allowed in with weapons. And so this is the problem with the favoritism with celebrities and venues, allowing them to come in with weapons when you know that that goes against policy and you know that they're not supposed to have them. This news is not new by any means. Y'all want to sit up and rub up and down on everybody else, but you know damn well that they be holding shit, drugs and weapons, and y'all allow them in. And then shit like this happens. So do I think that someone should be at fault? Absolutely. Do I think that Gucci Mane should be at fault? No. No. Because he can promote the show all he wants to. That's up to the venue. The venue needs to enforce the policies of said venue. I think that it's more of a money grab. Gucci Mane got the money. So, okay, let's go after him. Let's name him in the suit. I feel like that's the club's fault. But I'll definitely keep you updated, you know, on that story. Now, let's go ahead and get into another tragedy. Because when an inmate is fed up, no matter how you beg, there ain't nothing you can do about it. R. Kelly had his ass up in the penitentiary. Didn't I tell your ass to go in there singing for the inmates' women? And, and sucking their dick and stuff for wham whams. Didn't I tell you to do that? Because that girl wrote that book and they say you suck dick anyway. And you be fucking niggas anyway and shit. So you might as well go up in there and just let them do it and make it easy. And then sing to they hoes on the line. Happy birthday and shit. Write them a little poem or something. A little two-step. I don't goddamn know. You ain't doing shit else. You ought to have more than enough money on your books by now, Robert. What what the fuck? No, you you don't listen. You do not listen. Because you ain't getting out. So I'm trying to help you make your life easier. Okay? So, how about, according to the shade room, R. Kelly was reportedly almost stabbed with an ink pen during a recent jailhouse altercation. So, according to page six, court records show that the inmate that attacked R. Kelly has the words fuck the feds tattooed on his face and he tried to stab the singer with an ink pen. In the motion that was filed by Kelly's attorney Stephen Greenberg he was sleeping in his cell on Wednesday when the violent inmate snuck in and started stumping on R. Kelly's head repeatedly. In the motion Greenberg also alleged that the inmate had an ink pen with him that he was going to use to stab Mr. Kelly. However others grabbed him before he could use it. Greenberg continued to state in the motion that this is an inmate that never should have been anywhere near Mr. Kelly, an individual who was charged with the most violent of crimes and one who plainly has no respect for the rules. He has the phrase, fuck the feds, tattooed on his face. Okay? And so they said that R. Kelly, I know they didn't say he was reading. 
Oh, they said read more. I thought they said R. Kelly was in his cell reading. I said, now nah, don't you fucking lie like that. R. Kelly, he can't take no more hits to the head. He already slow. Don't do that. Don't do that, boy, like that. Kick him in his ass or stump on his kneecaps or something. He don't dance. But don't, don't stump on his head now. Come on now. Man, that, that's, that's, that's fucked up. He already slow. He already slow. He can't take no more brain damage. All right, you. Ooh. Creep, creep, creep. She creeps. Where my Luther Vandross fans at? Creep, 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 creep. Look at, look at her. Sweetie. Shout out to Shay King. Sweetie is creeping on up, baby. Tap in has reached a new peak. It is now number 31. So it has moved up 10 spots, baby. Y'all sitting up here playing. And she she up here getting her hit, baby. She she getting up there. Okay. I see you. I see you. All right, you guys. What where, where we at? Let me check this time. Oh, oh, oh. Time to bed. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people, for the people. So you want to invest in a nigga or what? Please invest in a nigga. Please. I have a lot of dreams, goals, and aspirations. Okay? <laughs> hey, Denzel. Let's go ahead and get into Youngberg, a.k.a. Hitmaker. Hitmaker had a hitch style allergic reaction, literally. Um, let's go ahead and get into his recollection of what the hell is going on. The streets say that um, they think that he had an allergic reaction to some hair dye. That's what they say. But let's go ahead and see what he said. I want y'all to see how my face looks. Look at this shit, bro. Oh my fucking God. I look like a fucking alien. Now, young Berg already looks like a pit bull. Now he just looks like he has rabies. So I saw this and I, I just, I, oh my God, I wanted to call the vet. My senses started kicking in. So don't go over there. Don't go over. Y'all know um, I used to watch the Wild Thornberries. Okay? They do call me Millie Doolittle. So I already knew he had mange when I saw this. So I don't know what the hell he talking about. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. They said your bark is so girly. <laughs> That's a whole live Rockwiler. So don't fuck with my dog. That that hoe a killer. Off top. Off top. <laughs> Bow wow. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into this. So, Joe Budden and Charlemagne are seemingly going at it. Had y'all heard about this? Do y'all know anything about this shit right here? Why in the fuck are they going at it? Well, let me give y'all the inside scoop. So, I'm reporting this from um M MTO, which is Media Takeout. And so Joe Budden responded to Charlemagne 
on a recent episode of Joe Budden's podcast, um, after the Breakfast Club had done a show, Charlemagne had accused Button of not being able to negotiate his own value. So y'all remember that Joe Button came out and said that he wasn't going to be with Spotify no more because he wasn't happy with the terms and the conditions. Well, Charlemagne got up on the, on the Breakfast Club and he said, well, he just basically can't negotiate his deals right. He don't, he don't even basically know his own value. He shouldn't be in no position where he don't like his, his deal. Some shit like that. So Charlemagne's comments came after Joe Budden slammed Spotify for undervaluing the Joe Budden podcast. He has not renewed his contract with the streaming platform. Joe Budden said on his most recent episode of his show, he said, I know that you have this healthy obsession with me. I know that you think that we're in competition. You might also think that we're fighting the same fight. You would be mistaken on, on all three of those. That's the Joe Budden thing. He's spicy, baby. He's spicy. He went on to say, Charlemagne, you're not going to get it because I own this. My most valuable, my most powerful, my most accomplished asset, I own it ownership you see all these black people running around preaching ownership 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 there's a reason for it he continued okay joe budden said i see people saying there go joe burning a bridge again there's oppression on the bridge i cannot have someone with the voice as powerful as you just be misinformed on shit 10 years he y'all number one how are you paid I'm listening to your fucking ads. We're not having the same fight behind the scenes. It looks the same, but it's not the same. Now, that's what Joe Budden had to say. How do y'all feel about that? Because what Joe Budden is saying is, is what? This is your show, the Joe Budden podcast. So Joe Budden said, I got rights to this shit, right? I got rights to this shit. But because I have a contract and a deal with Spotify, I'm not happy with how they're trying to handle me. I don't feel like they're valuing what I bring to the table. So I'm not going to renew a contract. That's what he's saying. But you threw out the term undervalued. Is the chat good on Station Head? I want to make sure that y'all are still here. Is everything okay? Because I'm not seeing any activity, baby. What is going on? Do I need to leave and come back? Hold on, you guys. Let me get them set back up. I wasn't seeing any activity. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm talking about what y'all think. Bitch, ain't nobody thought a damn thing. All right, you guys. Y'all were saying that it was good, but it actually had cut it off. But now it's back. So can you guys hear me? And is the chat going well? Yeah, we good? All right, all right, all right. Shout out to you guys. I think that we have a lot of people on here, and we might be crashing it is what uh, might be going on. They said pause the music. I'm sorry. Music is not playing. So maybe you should pause it. What's going on? Y'all let me know. I'm not finna start pressing a whole bunch of buttons and shit, because every time I listen to y'all, I be done fuck something up. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. All right, you guys. I'm sorry for that little interruption. <laughs> we still streaming live from Twitch and Twitter. Everything is cool over there. <laughs>
My people want me to start the story over. Well, here goes the whole point. I'm going to sum it up for you guys. Joe Budden says that he owns his shit, but he threw out the term undervalued. So Charlemagne went on the breakfast club and said, this is what he said. Okay. He said that Joe Budden can't negotiate his own value because I guess Charlemagne felt like, well, you shouldn't even be in that spot. Joe Budden feels like you get a check from somebody. So we're not even doing the same shit. So don't talk to me about undervaluing. You're not the one that's like going back and forth to me. Joe Budden basically felt like he didn't want Charlemagne speaking on him. He said, you got a healthy obsession with me. Let me be honest. Charlemagne either is or needs to be trying to do what Joe Budden is doing. Charlemagne is on a sinking fucking ship. That being the breakfast club. It's been sunk so low, I don't even know what Charlemagne could do after this shit. And I know that he's gotten some deals here and there, but these rape allegations ain't going nowhere. The ass mode and the finger in the booty ain't going nowhere. Other things that he said ain't going nowhere. His alliances and the way that he acted while he was on the breakfast club, that shit ain't going nowhere. So long term, I don't know. They say the live is fucking up. I really do hate that. Please leave and come back in. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. But if it gets too bad, it's better now? Okay, thank you so much. Okay, you came back? Okay, thank you guys so much. They said mute and count to three. Okay, listen, let me mute it and then try to come back. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Twitch and Twitter. They saying they can't hear. We want to make sure that everybody can hear. Other people saying it's working fine for them. Okay. Can you guys hear me now? Because I'm not playing no music. So y'all please let me know. Y'all let me know. Because we're going to get messy and I need y'all to be able to hear what I'm saying. We can hear on Twitch. <laughs> can you hear on here? They said, come to Twitch. It's working great. Okay, if you hear music, leave and bring your ass back. I'm done with the shit. Send me $20. Y'all about to give me a headache. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people, for the people. So you want to invest in a nigga or what? Okay, it's just always something. Literally, always something. But anyway, let's get back to it. I'm not even finna look at comments right now. I'm just finna talk, bitch. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into Tahiri. Because Joe Budden is someone who has been able to navigate the industry. But he also has some very damning allegations against him. And so let's go ahead and get into those. So shout out to the Jasmine brand and Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee. Um, Tahiri, she came out and she detailed the abuse, Okay. That she suffered at the hands of Joe Budden. Let's get into what she said. You had, you had domestic, domestic violence. violence. That was with, with Joe? Joe? 
Jason. Why? Well, I'm, I'm just. just I'm, I'm, I'm not, not sure what relate with Jason. Uh.
I don't understand. And I don't understand why there's this, you know, um, situation where Tahiri gets to be the ultimate victim. Like we didn't watch Tahiri abuse that man as well. And I'm talking about Vado. So now everybody can sit up and try to, you know, feel bad for Tahiri. She is a victim, but accountability needs to be had on her end as well. So if I were to pay attention to what she did with Vado that I saw on camera, okay, I don't know what happened when you was with Joe. Is this some type of cleanup job? Because in the other situation, we saw that you had a role in what took place. What is this? So that's what makes me question, you know, what the motive is behind it. But at the end of the day, abuse is abuse and nobody deserves it. So I hate what to hear, you know, went through. I hate that she was hurt in any form or fashion, you know, by anyone. Um, but then I think that she needs to stop sitting up bragging and acting like she loved Joe so much and she the ex and she proud to be his ex. If that wasn't a good relationship, then let it be where it is and don't have any ties to that man. That doesn't add up. You need to go and heal. That's what you need to do. And yeah, we talked about Esther Baxter, all kind of shit, all kind of shit. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand, but it is what it is. I want to bring up one more thing before we really dive deep because we've been talking about black women being unprotected a lot lately. And so I want to, I want to understand what social media feels about Joe Budden, who has been accused of abuse. And you heard what Tahiri said. Do you not believe her? Because we bring up Meek Mill. Nikki said that he abused her. Okay. Now you're listening to Tahiri once again, repeat what was said, right? Okay, I want to play this for you. Now, this is older. This is from 2018. But Nas did come out with a new album. Khalees broke her silence in 2018 with Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee. And she spoke about violence with Nas. Let's go ahead and um, listen. Something reminded me of Rihanna. I remember so clearly when the pictures came out. Um, with that whole thing that happened with her and Chris Brown and the only way I can describe it was like double dip like I felt like do I jump in like do I say it because I had bruises all over my body at that time like that day I remember being in Atlanta sitting in the kitchen and like and I was and I wasn't ready to walk and honestly because I'm not weak and I'm not like I'm really I'm proud of it. I don't think it's my business. I felt like, this is my partner. I chose this. We're going to do this. We're going to make it work. I stayed for years after that. And just keep it moving. You know, and like I said, I'm not frail. I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm not weak. Okay. Okay. So that's what Khalees had to say. And so she was talking about having bruises on her body and being abused by Nas. So my question at this point in time is, why isn't someone like Nas canceled? Why isn't someone like Joe Budden canceled? Joe Budden has one of the most popular podcasts out. Anytime Nas steps out, he gets, you know, a barrage of compliments. You know, he just released this other body of work. Everybody's praising it. If y'all really care about what Megan is saying, in terms of how she felt when she told everybody that she had been shot by Tory Lanez and the lack of support that she felt. If these men in hip-hop who have come out and these women in hip-hop, if y'all really feel how y'all claim, 
then y'all got to apply that pressure to everybody. Y'all can't pick and choose. It can't be, oh, I like Megan and Tori did this, so fuck Tori. But now, well, oh, you're going to act like you don't know what was said about Nas. You're going to act like you don't know what was said about Joe Budden. Megan Thee Stallion did an interview with Joe Budden. Sat down with him. Everything that's been said about Joe Budden and his abuse is before she sat down with him. What about that? When Fabulous knocked the teeth out the girl's mouth, Megan let him drive the boat after that. And it's not just her. How many people have done collaborations with Nas? How many people have collaborated or done interviews with Joe Budden or whomever else has abused the woman? Or whoever else has been accused of abuse, period. So it cannot be that once something happens to someone that you like, now you want to say that's wrong and fuck them. I don't agree with that shit. So I, I think that social media, fake ass, need to keep the same energy. Now, let's go ahead and get into the versus battle. The reason why I got a rush, to, uh, rush today is because I literally have meetings and then I have to do on-site. I literally have a packed ass day. I have to be out of here by 1045. No bullshit. No bullshit. Let me beg. Y'all acting like y'all don't have no money. It's the first. If all you got is rent, then what about your other bills? Quit lying. Okay. Quit playing. Y'all be acting real brand new. Is the sound still fucking up for y'all? How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Let me know. So... Y'all, when y'all was watching that Brandy and Monica versus battle, were y'all paying attention to the energy? Somebody said they kept on trying to one-up each other. One person would say, I was 17 when I did this one. Somebody said, I was pregnant when I did this one. I was in a coma when I did this one. Bitch, I, I was skip to, skipping to Malou when I did this one. I was on my way to space when I recorded this song. Uh-huh. I did an exorcism when I sang that. Girl, would y'all shut the hell up? Let me tell you what I think about the versus battle. Who won? We won. Okay? We won because I didn't think that those women would be able to come together and do what they um and do what they did. I didn't think so. I thought that the issues that they had would stop them from being able to share space and, you know, have something for the viewers. I'm a fan of both women. Both of them are amazing and they're different artists. I don't even compare Monica's voice to Brandy's because they're not the same in any regard. They both have beautiful voices, beautiful registers. I think that they both have amazing catalogs. If I had to pick a winner, I'm going to go with Brandy. I'm going to go with Brandy. Because Monica does have those bops and she does have those ballads where she does take it though. But Brandy consistently, her catalog and what she's been involved in is just unmatched. Who she's worked with and who, um, listen, but last night you said Monica. Look, I'm being serious right now. If I had to base it on like real actual like ticks, I would give it to Brandy. I would give it to Brandy. Now, let me say this. Now, let me say this because I still stand by what I said. Brandy pissed me off. I was not feeling Brandy's vibe in terms of her music. Brandy didn't really get shit going to about the third or fourth track. Out the gate, Monica was tearing her ass up. With the hits. But then I think that once you, you know, got to listen to it. Watch it all the way through. Once you get to listen to Brandy and what she was actually presenting and the impact of those records and you're listening to the words and you're listening to her vocals, you can't do nothing with Brandy. Come on now. 
Come on now. So Monica does have those hits. Yes, she got them records. But like I said, commercially and per the type of catalog that Brandy has. Baby, Brandy, Brandy got that. Brandy got that. And like I said, Brandy, you know, um, let's let's speak on the tension. Let's speak on the tension in the air. It was a shade fest. Brandy was over there begging harder than me, trying to get a tour started. Y'all heard it. Look, look, let me show y'all this right here. Here go Ray ass. You knew he was in the cut. If a sister ever loved her brother, and if a brother ever loved her back, this is what it looked like. So Ray J, he talking about what a night. Comment yes if you want to see them do a song and a tour together. 10,000 yeses, then I might make it happen tonight. LOL, I'm working. Boy, you better flip them goddamn glasses down and go sit down somewhere and ride off on your damn scooty bike. Because that's not happening, capping. Brandy was over there trying to get her a tour so bad. You see these numbers? You see these numbers? Y'all see it? Like I said last night, I was waiting on Brandy to open up that jacket and sell me a motherfucking wristwatch. Hell. Bro, man, from the fifth floor type of shit. Brandy, going on with that shit. Brandy was over there trying to start conversations. Monica didn't give a fuck about none of that. Monica's over there making faces, falling all out in the chair, all that kind of shit. Let, let's get into, uh, let, let's get into wardrobe. Brandy need her ass whooped. And now that I've seen Monica, for real, for real, she need her ass whooped too. When I was watching the actual um, live, obviously it was from a distance. Monica dresses her ass off. Don't you ever get it fucked up. Brandy, she needs a starless. But, you know, you know, when they get her dressed, Brandy, she fucks it up. But um, when I was watching a versus battle, I thought that Monica had boots on. I thought Monica had boots on. Okay? And uh, I thought she had on like some high boots. And then I thought she had on like a corset. It, when she was sitting down, the outfit looked a particular type of way. I'll put it like that. Well, take a look at this. Shout out to that so bold. Shout out to that so bold. Brandy is over here looking how she want to look. She looked like her face is sucking all the moisture from the rest of her damn body. What's going on with those hands, girl? God damn. Uh, maybe because you kept holding that damn journal, flipping through them pages, your goddamn fingers got dry. You know you're supposed to dab it on your tongue. You're supposed to take your middle finger and dab it and flip. See, you over there flipping on the goddamn pages trying to find all them damn poems and shit. Brandy, didn't nobody ask you for no damn open mic night. This is a versus battle. And Monica, I do not like that song you put out. You need to quit. You need to quit. And Brandy, you should have chosen another song to play off of B7. But anyway, anyway, Brandy's sitting up here destroying her edges again with these heavy braids. Now, Brandy, what happened the last time that you tried to prove you wasn't wearing lace wigs on Moesha? You had all them braids in your motherfucking head and your hairline started about two and a half inches back. Then you went and got them plugs. Remember? Remember? All the stress you went through. Then you finally started getting a little tussle. Now you already got braids again. You need to quit. And why you got on a turtleneck? In early fall. What is what's going on, ma'am? What's going on? And then she got on this jacket. This, this looks like she done fucked around. This, Randy looked like she just conquered a new land. And the people that was already there, they feel like she looked like the statue that they honor. And so they gave her a jacket as tribute. This just looks real tribal in the worst way. This looks a mess. 
They say bag lady, you gonna hurt your back. Dragging all them bags like that. They said Brandy looked comfy. Okay. Brandy, yeah. Yeah. Look look at the pants. Look at the pants. Brandy, what is you doing? What is you proving? And then she went and wore Monica shoes. I'm gonna have to show y'all Brandy shoes in a minute. But let's get into Monica. Upon closer inspection, Monica did not kill it. Monica did not kill it. Monica didn't even pinch the bitch. Monica got on this motherfucking beret, this Fendi beret. It's sitting atop her head. I thought it was cute and far away, but not up close. I don't like how they look like that. Now that I can see this Fendi half jacket with the way that this corset is sitting up on Monica's body. Monica, you... <laughs> I, there was a point in time where Monica had some meat on her bones. Monica, what happened? Did somebody eat you? Did a piece of you go with see murder? Because what is this? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And look at them pants. Baby. Monica. Monica. Now, you got you got too much money to not go get them pants tailored, ma'am. I don't like when pants sit low in the pussy part. That make me feel uncomfortable. I, I don't like to be around women. Yes. That's how I feel. I do not like to be around women who pants loose in the pussy part because it's in Galatians. Verse 3. It says that bitches who wear they, they pants loose in the pussy part, they ain't worth shit. That's what it say. I'm just here to spread the word. So I do not like Monica's outfit. I thought I did from afar, but when I got up on it, I did not like it. I did not like it. Now, Monica did come out in the clutch, okay? She did come out. So, some very vigilant watchers, take a look at Brandy's shoes, but take a look at Monica's. Shout out to Kerwin Claiborne. Check them out. Monica was stepping. Monica was stepping butte. Monica, she really pulled out the big guns. She really pulled out the big guns. Um, we're gonna call her Monica Boulevard is. Brandy was over there with, with her shoes. Stepping. So, you know, she tried. She tried, she tried, she tried. Monica did bring up oh, let's speak on Michelle Obama popping up. Hey girl. And then Kamala brought her ass over there. Girl, she she couldn't name one song. Over there talking about she loved them so much. Girl, it's just one of them days. Go sit your tired ass down. Okay. Then, here go Monica. They wanted me to wear a C-Murder shirt. You know, free him. She tried to pull somebody in the camera knowing damn well we couldn't see him. He had on, they had on their free C-Murder t-shirts. Okay. Monica said her ass up there and said that she loved C-Murder. She ain't never stopped loving him. She ain't really never let him go. Monica. You didn't have three kids by different men, and you didn't got married to one of them. What you mean you ain't never really let go of your feelings for him? That's not okay. It's not okay to enter into relationships not giving your all because you still got baggage. It's not okay that Monica and set up here. Oh, it wasn't no secret. I, so when Monica was sitting up here making it clear that she didn't been down there to visit him she didn't put money on his books he could always call her family and y'all was saying monica wasn't sneaking down there her husband knew did her husband know that she still had feelings for that man 
How does she make that clear to her husband? And we don't know that. Because what does that say about him? Shannon Brown, were you in a relationship with a woman who you were present or aware of her going to see her ex in prison and you knew that she still had feelings for him? They said Shannon used to go down there with her, but under what guise? Was it under the guise that, look, if you tell me that this person is important to you and you don't feel like he deserved this and I love you so much, I'm going to go with you because that makes me comfortable, but you can still do your thing. That's one thing. But if he had no idea that she still had feelings for him, that's a whole nother thing. That means that she went down there under false pretenses. If she led her husband to believe that it was simply, I just got love for him, he down with the family, versus I still had feelings for him, baby, that's some different shit. And did y'all see the way she was vibing to should have known better? Out of line. Out of line. That's disrespectful disrespectful to her husband to her marriage and to everything i thought that was very disrespectful and i think that if that had been a man sitting up there saying shit like that y'all would tell him limb from limb but y'all got this fantasy relationship with gunica so it is what it is let's get into young miami young miami threw some shade at the legendary brandy and the people are not happy about it what did carisha do and what happened well let me play this clip and um, Carisha, I'm about to dig in a bag. Uh, my girl from the city, girl. Okay. okay. She had a oh, playlist for me. I should have known that. I should have known that. I'm sorry, Carisha. But the thing is, I can't play everything from that bag for the girls that's like me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Monica was talking, and she said, Carisha. Carisha is Young Miami's real name. Everybody doesn't know that. Carisha ain't no global damn phenomenon. You're very local, Carisha. So when somebody says Carisha instead of Young Miami, there are going to be people who may say, who? Brandy, I, I really believe that, you know, she doesn't know. And that she didn't know. But when she said from the city girls, Young Miami, that's when she said, oh, okay, okay, okay. Then it clicked. I don't even picture Brandy listening to no shit like the city girls. I really don't. So then Carisha took her ass on Twitter. She did a tweet and delete. Shout out to On Site. She said, I only know two Brandy songs, so we even. Bitch, you could never. You could never try to play with her. And that just shows you how narcissistic um young miami is to think that you know there's somebody on earth who doesn't know me that that bitch know who i am who do you think you are so she took a dig at brandy bitch so mm, mm, we're gonna see look how they say don't play with brandy like that please don't they tried to kick off some shit between janaya eco and Sade. Honestly and truly, a mess. Let's go ahead and get into some lukewarm tea, bitch. Rumors with no regard. So, shout out to Double XL Magazine. 6ix9ine asked if he should put Tory Lanez on his album amid rumors of Megan Thee Stallion collaboration. Did y'all hear about that? Amid rumors of a Megan Thee Stallion collaboration. Let's get into it. What? So... 6ix9ine went online 
and he was trolling, right? And this is what he posted. He said, I got this old toy record that he cleared for me in 2017. Am I wrong if I put it on my album? It's already cleared and it's a fucking hit. That's what he said. And then 83% said, put him on the album. And then 17% said, don't. So I said, he gonna do whatever the fuck he wanna do. Who cares? Fuck Takashi. Like, what? He, he is a professional troll. Like, boy, get the fuck up out of here. So, here goes the whole thing. When that came out and his Tattletales track list was updated, you saw that Tory Lane's name was on it. And so it said Lola featuring Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. Now, that's what was posted by Rap Alert. Okay, so when that came al along, let me go ahead and go to my Twitter so I can show you what Jew on the Beat had to say. Because Jew on the Beat, who's a producer for Megan, he said that this is fake. So take a look at this right here. If you preview what's on uh, iTunes, you'll see that somebody allegedly photoshopped this picture. And they said that there was a collab with Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. And so if you go to this, let me try to go to this story. Hold on. Here it goes. Somebody said, please tell me this isn't true. And then Lil Jew made the beat said, this is fake. Okay. Well, let me show you what popped up on Rap Genius. And so all you have to do is go to Rap Genius and we're going to go to Tattletale. Oh, it's called Tattletales. With an S. All right, you guys. So let me show y'all. I'm on rapgenius.com. All you have to do is type in Tattletales. And over here under albums, I'm going to click Tattletales 2020. Okay. So it says it's expected September 4th. And this is the album from Takashi. When we get into the track list as of today, there's an untitled collaboration with Lil AK. It says unreleased. It says there's an untitled Tory Lanez collaboration, unreleased. It says untitled Megan Thee Stallion collaboration. That's what it says. So... Lil Jew on the Lil Jew made the beat when he said this is fake. The picture that he was shown that literally was fake. But when you do come over here to rap genius, it does say that there's a collaboration with Megan Thee Stallion. That's what it says. Now people can update lyrics, but I don't know if they can update your track list like that. I'm not a rap genius. You know what I'm saying? They said rap genius be wrong as fuck too. Exactly. They can be wrong. Let's try iTunes. Let's go to iTunes. And I'm going to do a search on Takashi. And I want to see what they got listed on this upcoming album. All right, you guys. Let's do a comparison. I'm going to take a screenshot of what it says. So give me one second. And this is from iTunes as of right now. All right. So. Already, I see that there are 15 songs here. And the, the iTunes shit says that there are only... um. 13. So let me go ahead and add a picture. Hold on. 
Not that picture. <laughs> Give me one second, you guys. All right, that's the picture I want to show you. So let me make this smaller so you can see. So this is what's on iTunes right now. Now, what um, is very interesting is the fact that they do have a lot of unreleased um, names on here. All we can see is a couple of them. But as you can see, it has 13 tracks. So, like I said, this one has 15. And when you click it, there are no lyrics. Now, who put this up here? And they said, I don't think that this one is real, honestly. One contributor. Who contributed this? Because, see, people come up here and play. All we can do is wait and see. Do I think that, um, do I think that they did a track together? I, I don't know if I feel like Megan would take that type of risk. But then, does she have to do what the people tell her to? Who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me go ahead and move on real quick. Because that's a rumor with no regard. We'll see. What you say, Denzel? Uh, Denzel, if you follow us on Twitch or if you're on a Twitter page, then you can watch it live while we stream on Station Head. But it premieres on YouTube. Yeah. It's called Mobs World with a Z. Mobs underscore world. Um, are y'all sending me my cash on a Tuesday? More money, more money, more money. All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into Aubrey O'Day and the pictures that are shocking the fucking world. So, Aubrey O'Day popped up on the scene looking like this. They didn't call Aubrey O'Day looking like this. If you have known um, Aubrey O'Day for the past decade, she has never been this big. Never. In her line of work, this is catastrophic. Literally. This is an entertainer's worst nightmare, becoming morbidly obese. Because sex sells. And image is a huge part of, you know, um, your brand. Huge. Not that her career was going anywhere anyway, so it's okay. But, you know, for a relevant artist, it would be catastrophic to gain all that weight. You know what I'm saying? Now, why is anybody making it a talking point that she gained weight outside of what Americans do anyway? Making fun of people who are big or small or anything that's going on, people gossiping. Well, the problem is Aubrey O'Day was on Twitter and on Instagram just the other day. Let's go to Instagram and let's go to Aubrey O'Day's page. My first meeting is at 1045, y'all. <laughs> All right, we're on Aubrey O'Day's page. Aubrey O'Day on August 20th posted this. Now, this is an ad for flat tummy tea and the lifestyle. She said, nothing beats a poolside workout. And with my new flat tummy app, I can do my workout anytime, anywhere. With 450 plus workouts, 850 plus recipes, personalized meal plans, progress tracking, and more. Just can't go wrong with this app. Can't wait to see the progress as I continue um, to uh, as I continue with the workouts. I'm sorry, I got distracted. So get the free trial today and join me. So when you take a look at this picture that she posted advertising this product, and you see her big ass over here, baby. You said join you, join you on your journey. Is that what you said? 
this hoe is over here. Jalen said that's not her. They said, watch the story. What story? That's not Aubrey? The Daily Mail reported this. Look, this is where I'm showing you it from. Wait, you're saying who's not who? Right here? Let me go watch her story, y'all. Because the Daily Mail has this on their website. Let's go to her Instagram story. Ooh, hey. Because she could lose all her endorsements. Uh uh. It's so fucking sick what people to do to a woman's body for clickbait. And that my lawyer needed this photo to defend me against it. When is this industry going to stop abusing women's bodies? Sorry, my room is a mess. Oh, it is August 31st, 2020, 9 p.m. It's Aubrey all day. This is degrading in a purple pen. Wow. <laughs> Oh, let me go delete my tweet. Hold on. Bitch, let me go delete my tweet, bitch. Let me tweet out. That ain't Aubrey. Left my fucking ass off. She said, I commented and told you. Oh, girl, I was working. Bitch, I was working. I'm glad this page ain't really took off yet. <laughs> Oh, let me go delete that. Bitch. But I'm not deleting nothing because look what I said. That's why I'm glad I do shit how I do it. I said, look, shocking photos surface. Is this Aubrey O'Day? That's what I said. So I'm not deleting nothing because I didn't say it was her. I'm going to go delete anything that looked like I said it was her. <laughs> but I did, when I posted it and I showed y'all the pictures, um, I said, I is it Aubrey O'Day? And so, look, who we? The Daily Mail ran this story. The Daily Mail typically does their homework. Wow. But you know what? And she has like the same tattoo. That's weird. Come on, y'all. I don't did some some off with this. Something's not right here. I'm gonna have to investigate this. Cause some something's wrong with this shit. This is a clone. Some something's off with this. But anyway, Aubrey, I don't know why they would do this. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that story. They said, is that her dog? Is it? Is it Photoshop? All right, you guys. Before we dip, before we dip, let's go ahead. It's ten thirty. Okay, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Shout out to T Serve Code. I'm sorry I gotta cut it short, but like I said, I literally have meetings and then I gotta go and do on site. So that's why. Um, T-Serve Code reposted what Cardi posted. Cardi is the new face of Balenciaga's campaign. 
So she says, I remember how I felt seeing myself on a billboard in New York City, uh, Times Square. But Paris, I wish I was there to see it in person. And so the ad is on a billboard in Paris. So they are putting money behind Cardi B. Her team is really pushing her. What do y'all think about it? Don't y'all start acting like y'all don't like Balenciaga now. Because y'all been uh, breaking y'all neck to get some. So y'all can feel like y'all can fit in. I think uh, Cardi's been mocked for only doing Fashion Nova. And I've been one of the people saying, well, where's another type of deal? Like a real company like that people respect. And so I think that that's a huge deal. And congratulations in terms of um, how I feel about Cardi. Y'all already know how I feel about her. These companies, you got to understand who, who runs these companies. And what they allow and what, what images and what messages they want to be pushed. You know? And so it doesn't surprise me that she continues to get opportunities. My feelings on what she's done and how I feel about them, they don't, they don't change. That's how I feel. She ain't changed her behavior, so it is what it is. But uh, at the end of the day, it is a big deal. The deal in itself, and that is a positive thing for her career. And that's something good. Okay? So congratulations in that regard i think that cardi looks good in the ad i think that the background looks cheap and i don't like anything about it the per the history that cardi has i don't think that a black barbie doll laying face down um over here i don't i don't like that i don't like the other doll. it looks like there's a doll's head over there that looks like a darker baby i don't like that now, I obviously understand that the theme of the shoot is maybe a mommy who still has to get glammed up while she's still managing being a, a parent. And, you know, your kids run around and they make a mess and they play and all that kind of stuff. So I, I feel like I understand the idea of it. You see a slide behind her. You see toys all over everywhere. I understand. But anyway, I do not like the black Barbie doll face down. With Cardi's history, you got to be smarter about what you do. And I guess the idea, you know, would be that, well, she has a black daughter and that's the, those are the types of dolls that she plays with. So that's why that was out at the end of the day. It, it, Cardi is on this cover and this is about Cardi's brand. And per Cardi's brand, I don't like a black Barbie doll face down. I don't. And I think that the rest of the shoot looks cheap. So I think that Cardi looks nice in it. I think that she looks, you know, clean. I think the dress is, is framing her body nicely. And I think it's laid out very nicely. But the um the backdrop and the theme, I don't like that, okay? Look, they said the history that they never held her accountable for. Yeah, and those are my honest feelings. I don't. I just saw something that I want to address. What was it? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, oh, that's what it was. So, let me say this to you guys. I see a lot of things with Cardi and her daughter, right? I know my heart, but I also know what I do. I also know how I've spoken about Cardi and why is this relevant? It's relevant because Cardi uh, recently released some photos and a video too. And you guys send me stuff all the time. So I saw it. And um, so she was walking with her baby girl. And then they took some photographs uh, with Birkins and matching and, uh, you know, some beautiful pictures and stuff. I, I'm built a certain type of way, right? And I have true respect. Even for people who don't know nothing about respect, I have it. Because I know how I've talked about Cardi, regardless of how I know I feel in my heart, regardless of me knowing that, oh, I'm coming from a genuine place when I say something, 
I think that the safe thing to do because of how media works is to just not address or touch on things that pertain to her daughter. The only time that I address anything that has anything to do with her family is if it's a story that has something to do with her. Her children, her child rather, or any children that she would have, they don't need to be a talking point for me. Anyone really, you know, unless you're praising a child, these are children. And then if I'm a, an outlet that speaks a certain way about this person, it could always come off like it's shady. Even if it's not, that's how it could come off. And I have to be aware of that per what it is that I do. So me personally, I think that the photographs that she took with her daughter were beautiful. I think that her walking with her baby girl in the matching, I think they looked really cute. I've seen them matching before. I think they look beautiful for the birthday. But, you know, cute. They're always cute. If if nothing else, Cardi is fashionable. So, or whoever styles her does the fuck out of the job. So, that's me and my heart. That's how I feel. But I know how that could come off. And it could come off like, look at this bitch trying to be funny. Because I know how I be thinking. If a bitch, if I hear her talking about me nine times out of ten, that hoe, you know, ain't feeling me, don't speak on my kids. Don't speak with nothing, you know, that's, that's having anything to do with me if you don't got love for me. Right? So, that's how I feel. So, I just wanted you guys to know that I did see it. And I wanted you guys to know that I do see different things that pertain to Cardi, you know, and her daughter. And um, it just would have to be something really big for me to talk about it. Like, if her baby girl got a deal or something like that and it was news. But I'm not finna sit up and dry bring her up because I know how that could come off. So, that's why. All right, you guys, I literally have to go because I have meetings. I'm about to put this episode up for Carter Row right now. Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in. Thank you so much to everybody that donated anything. I know it's the first of the month, so I'm going to be back begging y'all Thursday and Friday. Um, <laughs> I will let y'all lay low for a look today and tomorrow. Y'all know I'm going to be begging tomorrow, bitch, but I understand. I ain't going to do no stick up because I understand what y'all going through. That's all. That's all. So um, this was a shorter show. Even though it was an hour and a half, that's short for us because we kicks it, right? But um, I got to go. And so um, shout out to everybody getting everything set up for all these babies to go back to school. Shout out to everybody still handling business and doing their thing. Shout out to everybody that's watching from Facebook, from Twitch, from Twitter. Shout out to everybody that supports, you know, um, the page. All of these different pages. Oh, we got some moderators going on Twitch. I'm so excited about that. I don't want shit to get unruly. Thank you to everybody over there that's holding shit down. Um, if you want if you want to have a conversation while we're live, you can go to Twitch, you can go to Facebook. But if you want to talk to me, I'm responding to Station Head. Ain't no favoritism. That's just where I'm streaming from presently. That's my primary obligation at nine o'clock in the morning. So if you want to converse with me directly, you have to be on station head. But if you want a visual and you just want to chit chat, or if you want to bounce between chat rooms and see how people are feeling in different spaces, I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool. I remember back in the gap when chat rooms were really big and I would jump through different chat rooms um, that were talking about the same thing to see how different people were feeling about the same thing, just to get their perspective. And you get a different vibe when you go, you know, um, to different spots. You really do. You really do. Different people, all kind of shit. Janice said, my chat be Poppington on Station Head. Okay, fuck it up. Janice said, we be lit. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So I really love how easy it is to um, talk and go back and forth and have those conversations. I absolutely love it. So thank you to everybody that's been supporting everywhere. I want the mob to grow. I want to welcome everybody. Denzel said, put the links, mob tech squad. 
Let me say them out loud for everybody, and then hopefully somebody um will be moved to type it up. If you want to follow on Twitter, it's Mobs World, M-O-B-Z underscore world. You should know how to spell world. If you don't know how to spell world, get the fuck off my life. Um, if you want to go to Twitch, it's Milagro Grams, M-I-L-A-G-R-O-G-R-A-M-Z. Now, in terms of the Twitter page, the Twitter page is, um, that's Mob Society. You understand? We open up for visitors, but we close at 5 o'clock p.m. And anything that we do live is exclusively for Mob Militia. So if you're not part of the mob, then you're not going to be able to watch it. You'll only be able to watch that shit from Twitter when we open up the page. Oh, you waiting, Denzel? Well, let me let you in. Let me let you in. But, baby, we don't play that. We close them gates at 9 o'clock. I mean, 5 o'clock. And we open them at 9. And I'm such a ruthless bitch. I open them at 8.59 and I close it right back at 9 o'clock because I go live at 9. Ah! I tease these hoes. Give them just a little bit. Uh-huh. Bitch, come kick it with us at around 1 o'clock, bitch. Yeah. And if these hoes want to complain, all they can do is come to me. And I'm throwing them hoes in the trash. I don't give a fuck. I know I said 9 o'clock, but we'll be around there by 1, bitch. What you gonna do about it, ho? Hmm. Nothing. We'll, we'll open the gates when we open the gates. We chilling. We chilling. Marble open up when we feel like it. If we run over time, oh well. If the gates don't get open till 4.55, we don't give a fuck. You understand? If you don't get into Mob's world that day, you just don't. You just don't. So Mob's world under no circumstances is no is a messy page. It's not messy at all. The same shit that we were talking about on any other Twitter, that's the same stuff. Content. But you, you be the miss shit. Because you know that the mob is always ahead. Always. And so if you want to stay up to, you know, up to date, then you got to do it. Now let me get into this before I go. I almost forgot I wanted to cuss out us weekly and i wanted to cuss out the blogs i sure do so let me go to youtube because i got a problem okay okay perfect perfect shout out to you all right you guys so yesterday news broke that um usher was expecting right and i personally want to give a shout out to the alley because I peruse the alley and I'm out when I'm the streets is talking, it be y'all in the alleyway. And I'm seeing what everybody has to say. The people that are out and about. A lot of people get their news from the alley. A lot of people don't want to give credit. It I don't know if people feel like they don't want to because it's a whole bunch of different people giving insight. But that's why I say the alley in general, because of that website. So regardless, that's what it is. Like where did you hear that from? Where'd you get that from? Okay, so anyway, news broke that Usher was um expecting. Now, let me show y'all proof that these people full of shit. Why is this on the screen? Hold on. The watermark got fucked up. Give me one moment. I'm sorry. I just noticed it. Okay. Boom. Okay, y'all, we back. So, US Weekly or Us Weekly says exclusive Usher and Jen are expecting baby number one together. Now, I'm trying to figure out how that's an exclusive for Us Weekly or anybody else when Mob Radio a month ago, a month ago, said exclusive is a baby on the way for Usher. Can y'all make that make sense? Hmm. 
can y'all make that make sense? What pisses me off is how, first of all, ain't nothing wrong with doing your research, but I do my research. People, these blogs, they be scared to post certain shit. So they, they want somebody to be the scapegoat. So if you go first, then we'll go ahead and talk about it now. But if a, if a story is too controversial or the people that it pertains to, if it's not something that makes them feel comfortable, they don't want to be the ones blamed for them, they'll wait. They'll wait. I don't give a fuck about none of that. If I research a story and I feel like that's what's going on, I report on it because I'm not afraid to be wrong. I take y'all on the journey. These people on these blogs, these magazines, they pop up with a headline. They, everybody want to sit up and do the obsessive talk. It's, there's nothing about being obsessed. Every single day, something new may arise and I'll add it to the situation and I'll walk you through what's going on in its entirety. You get a full picture. I don't get my news from other people when I sit up and I do my own research and tell y'all how I feel about a particular situation. So I was confident enough to come forward a month ago and say that Usher is expecting a child. But because I don't know Usher's business, I couldn't say... Yes, Usher got a baby on the way that's due on this date, that day, that day. Particular details? No, I couldn't tell you. But is Usher expecting? Did I show you pictures of her pregnant? Yes, I did. I already showed you that. Let me tell you what upsets me about this. The fact that I know the traction that I get, right? I, where in the fuck is my blue check? That's my first problem. That's problem number one. Problem number two is... It, it's very disheartening, right? Wanting to be for your people sometimes. What do I mean when I say that? It's disheartening when you do something that you know is quality, but it's not regarded a particular way, but your own kind of people, they'll wait for the white people to come report that, and now they're okay with that. They don't have enough faith in their own kind. But let the white people come forward and say something and they ready to run with it. Let a certain blog with a certain amount of numbers say something. They ready to run with it. That's disheartening. It's disheartening that I can show you something in black and white. But because I'm a nigga and you feel like your favorite or who you follow or whomever else ain't supported me yet. Or I don't have a check or this amount of followers or this amount of viewers. You don't want to regard my information. That's very disheartening. It's disheartening to say, little black girl, you're beautiful, little black boy, you're enough. Knowing that for every one person I touch, it's a, it's a thousand more niggas getting torn down that ain't going to feel that. Your job will never be done because there are so many broken people. That's disheartening. But I still say it every day because it matters. Because it matters. But to me, it's fucked up. How our own people don't regard the news from our own. That's how I feel. I don't expect us weekly to give a fuck about a little nigga from the ghetto coming and presenting some information and saying it's her exclusive. But I expect the people that report on it to have some type of integrity and to say where that was reported first. My own kind of people. I have high expectations on my own kind of people. In terms of what I know we can be. But then I got to always remember that I can't have no expectations on the motherfucker. Because then I open the door for disappointment. And I better not let men disappoint me. 
my faith is in the most high. So you got to just charge that shit to the game. But while I'm sitting up here talking with my people, oh, bitch, I'm going to speak on it. And you hoes don't have no motherfucking exclusive by a long shot. Because I already, I already presented that information. As I do with a lot of shit. That's why we hand out tardy slips. You hoes be late on every fucking thing. Everything. And y'all won't even take information from Mob Radio because y'all would have to give credit to Mob Radio. So y'all won't even do that. Y'all won't even give y'all audience, you know, um, all of the facts or all of the details. Like, uh-uh. I'm scrolling right now because I saw a clip. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's 1040. So we're gonna have to get into some more stuff tomorrow. But anyway... I love you guys. Everybody that supports me. Everybody. Y'all are literally um, irreplaceable. Y'all literally are priceless. Y'all don't know the different things that have gone on. People have lives, you know, outside of doing this. And y'all don't know how many days y'all have been there for me when I needed you guys to just be there. And to exchange a particular type of energy with you guys. You know, y'all come to me and y'all say, you know, I love you so much. And you're there and I get to listen to you and shit like that. Well, I get to vibe with y'all. And that is such a gift. That is such a gift that I don't take for granted. All of these um, occasions in my life from when it was only 20 people in the chat. To when it's a thousand people. To two thousand. To when it's a million people listening. You know, all of it means so much to me. So much to me. Because that's you connecting with me at a particular time. That's us crossing paths. And like I said, that's just not something that I take for granted. Because I feel like that's a gift to be able to coexist and, you know, fuck with your people. So, um, little black girl, you're beautiful. Little black boy, you're enough. This shit gonna get hard. But never forget that if we stick together, we can get through that shit. I absolutely love you for all of the reasons why they said that they couldn't. And I gotta get out of here. So I'm